Hey, it's Chell. And Josh. And welcome, welcome to, to the Unstuck, Unstuck Institute. Institute. Stuck in a day job you hate? Not sure how to start and grow your own business? The Unstuck Institute podcast is all about helping you take your next step on the road to working for yourself. Hey, hey, Unstuckers, Chell and Josh here. Say hey, Josh. Hey. Oh, guys, cool. Welcome back to another riveting episode of the Unstuck Institute. This week, we're talking about wasting your money in things that you probably don't need on your business. Yeah, we got three things that you're probably wasting your money on in your business. And if you're not, you can uh, keep score. And if you're not wasting money on any of these things, then congratulations, you win like a t-shirt. Not from us, but from someone, maybe, probably. (laughs) (laughs) That was excellent. Excellent. We have no prizes. We just have advice. (laughs) So these are some things that we've wasted our money on. And I feel like just in general, people kind of just like throw money at every month, especially if you're not like reconciling your own bills or have a bookkeeper that you trust, like you probably have no idea where your money is going if that's the case. So like, first off, before we get into all of these, please reconcile (laughs) your books every month or have a bookkeeper you trust to reconcile your books every month. And if you have a bookkeeper, look at what they do. There you go. And I was going to say, and if you have no idea what reconciliation is, oh God, we need to start baby steps. Go through. You have no idea what reconciliation is. Talk to a bookkeeper. (laughs) There you go. Yeah, we shouldn't explain that. (laughs) I am not a lawyer, nor a financial expert, nor... I just play one on a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so we got three things. What's thing number one, Chow? Thing number one? Thing number two. Thing number one. Thing number one. Let's start with one. Let's start with two. Why not? What's thing number two, Chow? (laughs) Thing number one, Josh. Please. (laughs) So reoccurring subscriptions that y'all probably forgot about. You yeah. Got those? You got those? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm really good at? Uh, we were talking about this with uh, Lenny Richardson a few months back where he was like, I always sign up for the free PDF and then I am subscribed. Oh, yeah. I often sign up for the free trial and I, I think I do a pretty good job actually of um, making sure it's canceled before the end, but yeah. uh, sometimes I'm not and I get billed for that one month of whatever i'm like crap (laughs) and then i go and unsubscribe i'm with you there i'm super anal about it so i usually put it in my calendar when like day 28 is up and i'm like yes delete yeah so on on that topic free trials are great because you can see like what you might what might be useful to you and whatnot um the calendar trick i've been doing that for ages i have a new trick now for that which is um privacy.com not a sponsor uh, privacy.com is a website that's free um, that gives you a that ties to your bank account and gives you a credit card per uh, merchant. So, huh. like, I have a a credit card that's only tied to Amazon, a credit card that's, that's only cool. tied to Target, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so that the nice part about it is like, if you ever lose your card, you know, when you lose your card and the bank sends you a new one, and you go, oh, I have to put this card on like all these accounts. Yeah. And everyone's going to email me and go, I couldn't process a payment. Um, the nice part is if you lose your card, it doesn't matter. Cool. Or if Target.com, like they did a few years back, gets hacked, um, 
that credit card is one fake credit card. Like it's a real credit card, but one card only tied to target.com. So if somebody has those numbers, one, that credit card can't be used elsewhere. And two, your actual credit card number or any of your other credit cards are not touched in the hacking. So that's That's great. But the third reason I've learned that privacy.com is amazing is that when uh, you have a free trial that makes you put in a credit card number, you can put in a credit card number, you can make a credit card at privacy.com and put that in um, and they, you know, they verify that it's a real credit card number. And then as soon as you're done signing up for the free trial, you go to privacy.com and you turn off the credit card so that you never have to even think about it. Unless cool. unless you actually want that product, yeah. then you can turn it back on. You use that for business too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. And so uh, this has turned into three three reasons you should be using privacy.com. <laughs> and that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> also, also, I want to note that they're free because they, they charge the merchant credit card fees just like Visa or MasterCard. So it's not like free and like, uh, should I be scared of this kind of way? Like, yeah. It's free the same way Visa's free. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. So yeah. that was one bullet, just one bullet under our reoccurring subscriptions you probably forgot about. <laughs> it's a big one, but it's a good one. Use yeah. it. <laughs> so if you do have reoccurring subscriptions, we're not saying that they're all bad, right? Like, obviously, there are going to be some things that you need for your business. So like for me, like every month, that's ClickFunnels. Um, that's Active Campaign. That's some things that I pay for on a yearly basis versus a monthly subscription. So I actually track them all um, in Evernote and that, that just kind of helps me like stay with what I'm one, what my monthly bills are. And then two, like what's reoccurring when, so that might be something to track if you guys haven't tracked it yet. But I also recommend that you look into what you're, um, what you're subscribed to, right? So like you may have got it for one thing. So for example, I got active campaigns so that I can use um, one of its components in ClickFunnels. But then last week, uh, actually on our mastermind, I realized that it did a lot more. So instead of having to have MailChimp and Active Campaign, I can now just use Active Campaign. So small things like that can be really important um, to just dive a little bit deeper, take some more time, and really look into what you're purchasing um, within these reoccurring subscriptions. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're if you're like, Okay, look, I'm sorry, Josh and Shelly, don't have a bookkeeper. I haven't reconciled. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. You can always just go to your bank account online and just start scrolling. Yeah. Because you're going to see things, you know, like on your personal bank account, you'd probably see things like a Netflix subscription or whatever, right? That comes in every month. What are you talking about? That's a business expense. Please. (laughs) (laughs) It depends. It depends on your business. It quite honestly is a business expense for me. (laughs) It does depend on your business. <laughs> Talk to a tax professional about that. <laughs> but totally um, kidding. but as, <laughs> it depends. if you're in the entertainment industry, it's straight up is a business expense. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, scroll through your business bank account and uh, see see what's there. See what keeps coming up because I bet there's something you forgot about. Yeah. So for me, it was SiteGround and. I can update you guys on Friday, but it turned out well. So excellent. Sprinkle that on for Friday. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So subscriptions, that's number one. What's number two? Offices. So I feel like the pandemic has 
low-key made offices obsolete for most professions. Would you agree? Uh-huh. Yeah. If I've I've been thinking all year, like if you're a a landlord of uh professional spaces, yeah. Not a good year because uh and maybe not a good decade because a lot of people learning to are learning to work without an actual office. Totally. Um and if you're smaller like we are, um a lot of small micro businesses, solopreneurs, et cetera, do not need a traditional office space anymore. Yeah. So um I mean you need a laptop really consider... and a coffee shop. Exactly. Like <laughs> a laptop and a coffee shop. Um or you can make your own coffee shop at home. <laughs> That's more um, of the social distance coffee shop. Right. And then you roll out of bed and fire up the laptop and you're at work. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, like the really consider, do you need an office space anymore? Um, I still do have an office space for people who drop off computers. But honestly, if it wasn't like shady for them to drive up to my house and drop off a computer... I would have all that gear at home. I, there's no reason for me to have an office other than a drop-off location. Yeah. Um, which I also may consider in the future is like just having, working out a deal with someone where I can use their office or one of those like everyone has a fake office here kind of places um, as a drop-off location and then I just take it home. Um, but that's the, that's the reason I have an office and I still do, but it's a tiny hole in the wall. I'm not spending like a bunch on a storefront or anything like that, but really consider it because a lot of people, especially if you're an online business like Chella is now, like, oh, yeah. why would you have a storefront? I've <laughs> never had an office space. I kind of like worked with a chiropractic group when I was living in Albuquerque um, and I would use their office space, but that's the closest I've ever had to an office space. Like it's just, but that's also a sweet deal. Like working with someone who does need an office space and if you need it a little bit, great. There it is. You know? (laughs) Yeah, definitely. So I feel like there are always options. And if you feel like you get more work done with other people around, I mean, I know I do. So like when I go Mm -hmm. to a cafe and I work, I get like 10 times the amount done that I do at home. Even if I am sitting at my office or like nomadic moving around the apartment, I get so much more done when I'm around people. I don't know why, but like yeah. if you if you find yourself being that kind of person, um, I don't know if they've really opened back up yet or they will anytime soon, but like co-working spaces could be a really good option instead. Because usually yeah. you can have like a dedicated desk where you can like lock things Um, or you probably can pay even less at like a weekly or daily rate and just get a space that has Wi-Fi. Yeah, just use the common area. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. just use the common area. (laughs) So like there are other options like that you don't need to purchase an office space, at least not right away if that's not, if that's not necessary for your business immediately. Yeah. All right. Thing number three. Advertising. Advertising. <laughs> so you've actually been spending a little bit of money on this recently. So what's your impact? I have. Do you feel yeah, like you're wasting so it? Do you feel like you're it's going to a little bit. place? <laughs> <laughs> it always it never feels good to spend money on ads. It's like, I hope this is working. <laughs> no, but uh so advertising. There's a there's a few things. Like I don't think all advertising is bad by any means to spend your money on. But, um, you know, I'm using it on Facebook ads right now, as we've been talking about on Casual Fridays. And 
Google and Facebook ads are a lot easier to track their effectiveness if they're working, which means you have a, if you do the work like I'm doing, <laughs> to talk about in Casual Fridays of experimenting and finding things that are working and those that are not, um, you have a good chance of spending a lot less money over the long run because you identify things that really, really work. Um, if you're doing a lot of like print and TV ads, those are just, you know, throw it at the wall and hope it sticks kind of stuff and they're expensive. So you just, there's not a really good system for tracking. Like, did somebody open the paper, see that and call me? Like you can ask every customer, how'd you hear about me? But that's inefficient and sometimes ineffective. So um, I think TV and print ads are uh, problematic in that way. And also because they're so expensive, um, a lot of people uh, who are trying to look big, you know, like I'm just a one man IT shop, but I want it to look like I've got a whole bunch of people working for me and I can compete with Best Buy, et cetera, et cetera. Um, people who want to look big will spend a lot of extra money on things like TV ads that may uh, just stretch your budget without actually being useful for you. Um, so really consider like, a, do you need ads? There, like as Chell's been talking about, there's other avenues of of marketing a business. Um, and B, if you do need ads, why and what? And is there a method of making sure that you're spending as little as possible on them, like with the Facebook or Google ads? Definitely. Yeah. If you don't have like thousands of dollars to put behind an, a huge, like legitimate ad campaign where you're doing print or I feel like hospitals still spend a ton of money on like print advertising for like people to like fan through while they're there you know like yeah if, if you don't have people walking through they're probably not going to need to read anything in print I mean I have <laughs> oh my god before I left Albuquerque I did a print of like 500 like trifold brochures uh-huh foolish 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 <laughs> they became kindling because <laughs> you don't have a location i don't yeah but it was a better deal to get 500 than like 50 so you know right right that's how they work that's but, how they get you yeah <laughs> ah, but guys like you really don't need print ads and honestly like if you don't have a brick and mortar you probably also don't need business cards i would disagree with that really yeah no, I think there's a lot of people who are saying, get rid of the business card. Um, nobody cares. Nobody's using them. But I keep going through business cards so quickly. Um, and it's not just like at my um, shop, yeah. but like I'm, I'm part of a networking group. And like that is part of like half of them want to just text somebody my number and say like, here, call this guy. I'm one of those people. And the other half want to hand somebody a business card. Yeah. And if, hey, if these people are going to do free work on my behalf of promoting me, I'm going to give them the tools they need. A. That's fair. And then B, I, we, I think we've talked about this before, but I have my business card holder on the back of my car. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that actually empties out. So like people walk up to my car and take a card sometimes. So um, so it's it's a quick, reliable, easy way. I don't think you need to spend a ton. Like, there's definitely like, you know, you can get anywhere from like 200 to 5,000 business cards in one run. If you're like on my scale, I always get like 250 and that lasts me for like a year 
or two. So <laughs> it's definitely less useful. Pro yeah. tip, order them on Black Friday. Ooh, Black Friday. Uh, order everything on Black Friday. Yeah. All right. So with advertising, like, underst- I think what it comes down to is understand what your market is looking at, right? Like, if your market's on Instagram, maybe spend some money there. If not, do it the good old-fashioned way and, like, reach out to them directly. It's time-consuming, but it's free. So if you need to save some money in anywhere in your business, advertising can be a great place. Um same with Facebook ads. Like you can just post on Facebook, ask your, ask your friends or your ideal audience to share that. And the amount of shares that you get can be a natural way as well. So there is organic marketing and you don't have to spend money on advertising. So if you just do a little bit more research and you can understand the organic forms of it, you can save a ton on advertising costs. Yeah. And I think that wraps up nicely in that you were just saying, think about what your ideal client where they are and what they need. And, and that goes through all the bullet points, like, yeah. Um, who, who you are and who your client is and what you all need, um, is which subscriptions are actually useful to you, whether or not you need an office and whether or not you need to advertise and where to advertise. So it all comes back to thinking about your business and your client. Um, but just, you know, be proactive about it. Be Have some thought behind what you do. Don't just throw money at things because you're in business now and you should, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, because um, if, if you're thinking about it, then you probably have a reason and therefore it's not a waste. And guys, just because it's a tax write-off doesn't mean that you should always do it. Like, ideally, you're, you're in the business of making money 99.9% of the time, right? Don't spend what you don't have. Absolutely. Yeah. A tax write-off is like something on sale. You're still spending money. The Unstuck Institute podcast is brought to you by Chell's Gather Run La Cucina online course. Our lives are busy and usually a home-cooked meal is the last thing on our minds. With the Gather Run La Cucina course, I help busy millennial families to learn to create quick, delicious, and healthy meals without sacrificing family time. Follow the link in the show notes to apply for the course today. The Unstuck Institute podcast is also brought to you by our awesome new life book. Want to get a handle on your life and where you're going? Lack of productivity keeping you down? Download our free workbook to get clear on where you want to go in life and use the life book system to keep yourself on track and be more productive in your life. Download the Unstuck Institute life book today at www.unstuck.institute slash lifebook. Remember, it's free. It's time for a recap. One, privacy.com is essential. Two, think about what you and your client need before you purchase it. Three, just because it's a tax write-off doesn't mean it's a good idea. And that's a wrap on episode 85, three things you're probably wasting your money on in business. Website and show notes are at www.unstuck.institute. Remember to follow us on Instagram at unstuck.institute. If you love our podcast and would like to help us out, please leave us a review on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. It helps out the show a lot. If you leave us a five-star review, you'll be entered in the drawing to win a 30-minute brainstorm sesh with me and Josh. For instructions on how to leave a review, go to our website, unstuck.institute. Be sure to get your reviews in before the end of the month to be qualified for the drawing. 
We'll talk to you next week when we'll be talking about three things you're probably wasting your time on. The waste of money cures itself, for soon there is no more to waste. M.W. Harrison. Hello. 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 Hello.